Today's subject, Frank and Lola. It's the banana plant update number one. Okay, Scott. Yes, sir. What is this Frank and Diane stuff? It's Frank and Lola. Frank and Lola. It's Jack and Diane. That's Jack a, and Diane, yeah. A, that's a song, and you're <laughs> on the right path. <laughs> All right, Frank and Lola. Okay, so long story short is that um, when I worked in TV, uh, one of the other guys, a couple of the other people I worked with were obviously Big Buffett fans also. So we... We got to the point where we had light kits, and we used to give them names, and we always gave them names of Jimmy Buffett characters in a song. And we had one set of lights um, that, that were, mimicked each other. They were the same thing, same light, just multiples. And we named them Frank and Lola. So well, I decided that... Yeah, I was wondering, that, where did this name come in? Keeping track of banana plants and what I'm doing, and, and on Instagram, I'll be like, the left banana plant and the right one I was like no I need to give them frame, uh, names and I'm like I'm just gonna go back to Frank and Lola the- you know that's not unusual for people to do something similar I mean a lot of people talk to their plants do you do that I tell them how good they're doing yeah well okay no. give it a little history I'm serious <laughs> no, uh, no I did these I guys did. were sickly as hell I mean when you first brought them over I'm just wondering I'm gonna nurture these and we're going to call them Frank and Lola um <laughs> And I will love them, and I will squeeze help them, them and call, make them my own. Well, now please update us on what they look like. I remember when you put them in, and then you and I just came back in from taking a look at them. There's like a thousand percent difference from when you put those in the ground, and I don't know how long ago that was. Was that like eight weeks ago? So Frank and Lola have been in the ground since May 31st of this year, 2022. Okay, so we'll say June 1. We're only six weeks into that, five weeks into that. Yeah, and they are very happy compared to what they were. A, I think they were just root-bound in the pot, and, you know, they were carryovers from last year. Well, they did not look good at all. No. I mean, well, But you did nurture them. Yeah, so... What did you use? Well, well, let's get to what they look like now, and I'll post some stuff on uh, Instagram also, Facebook page, so everybody can see an update. I'm at least, uh, I've got three to four new leaves easily on each one. When you're talking leaves, these are huge. Yes, they are, Mike thinks they're a foot longer than Your arm. my you got hand to foot. armpit. Yeah. yeah, they're about four foot so long. That's, yeah, that's, well, one, two, and three, four, yeah, maybe four. If three you were and to half, stretch your foot. arms out. Fingertip to fingertip, right. that would be your height. The new one, the new leaves. The, the new two, leaves are about the newer four feet leaves. long. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, Frank gets a little more sun so than Lola does, so uh, his leaves, I think, are a little bit bigger, and he has produced a couple more than Lola has. Well, he's also the male of the species, so, <laughs> you know, uh, what is it, Darwinian theory, survival of the fittest, you know, selective... Whatever, it's looking good. Both of them are. And see, I think you're under, underscoring Lola. Lola's, she, she has come back. She yeah. has really 
plowed ahead because she was, I didn't think she was going to make it. I I had a backup plant in the, at the garden center uh, greenhouse. Oh, did you? Ready to go in case I need to replace her. I don't think you have to worry. You just gave her, you know, hope for another life. Now on now, Frank. Yes, go ahead. Frank's got something coming up next to him. Frank has a new pseudo stem. That's what you called it. With, yeah. Okay. So he's got, he's got another, uh, another one of him growing next he to him. He likes where he is. Yes, he loves it. And but that that pseudo stem I noticed I've had it for a little bit and the it's getting more leaves and the leaves get bigger. It hasn't gotten much taller. But that's what the leaves are. Really. Yeah. So Do the leaves need to die back and build that oh, trunk, I'll call Tell it. Tell us the diameter of the trunk on it now. I remember when you planted them they were probably they were little like inch and a half diameter stalks. Not even that. And that's one of the big, even Lola is her trunk, I'm going to call it, is a good, I don't know, four, four inches across now. And it used to be one and a quarter. Not even that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, mean it, this, they, they have thickened up and hardied up really well. So very impressed with and that. And we're in zones, well, a zone anywhere between zone four and six. six. So. I mean, it's doing quite well in the summertime. We've got ourselves another six-plus weeks, maybe eight of decent growing season. So I'm not worried about that. But what did you do to accelerate or help to instill the growth on both of these critters? Well, <laughs> I did some reading. Um, primarily, the two things I did, and, and let me tell you about an experiment I got going, too. The two things I did for Frank and Lola was um, potash. I've only done it once so far because I can still I can still see it um, when you move some of the mulch away. You can still see it laying on top of the dirt. Mm -hmm. I had a zero zero sixty, which the sixty is a pretty it's a hell high of a number. lot of potassium. Yes, so I went easy on it. I lit, I you know, sprinkled that all around, water it in, and then when I water, and they like water. Don't get me wrong. They like water. They're about 90% water. So, yes. That's, so they love it very much. So, well, so, so are humans. So anyway, um, you know, I put the potassium down and that they just seemed to perk up heavily about a week to two weeks after that. Now, why do you think that had something to do with it? I don't know. I'm I'm just the, the weekend warrior. Or the potassium helps to accelerate anything that's below the ground surface. That's why they recommend it using it for potatoes, carrots, radishes. You've helped to accelerate the 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 the, the root system down below. That root system then is going to be taking in more nutrients that way. Now, I'll let you carry and run with this one too. So when I planted them, I added root drench by Bush Doctor. Push Dr. Kangaroots. The reason why I did that was the mycorrhizae. Bingo. And so Mike basically told me I had to keep, uh, you know, working on the root system. You drenched but, it. Yes. You did it. And people usually think that that root drench is basically designed solely for those people that are growing things in states where it's legal. Well, it's not. If you root drench anything that you want to accelerate in growth and you can afford it, I wouldn't recommend you use the root trench on any of your garden. You know, the stuff they got in the ground, that's going to be not necessarily a waste, but there's other ways of putting down mycorrhizae. This root trench gives you almost the immediate gratification that you need as far as the intake 
And there's a symbiotic relationship with the mycorrhizae and the root system in the plant. I mean, the stuff that's not, that's not accessible to the plant as far as nutrients, the mycorrhizae will munch on it, they poop it out, or they force feed it into the root system of the plant, and it's just going, oh, it loves it. Yeah, if you go to mycorrhizae.com, there's a whole website devoted to what it does, why it does, how it does. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, so yeah, so it started with the root drench and then I, a little bit later added the potash and the only other thing I do besides water is when a stalk, uh, dies off, I will cut it and I, I tend to cut the leaf off and just use the stock portion. But I think I said this before that they suggest, yeah, cause you mentioned it's a cannibal, uh, leaving that rootstock to decompose into the earth around the, the roots. It revitalizes or rejuvenates itself. It loves itself. It does. It's the organic matter that's totally decomposed that breaks down and goes into the root system. That's what compost is. Yeah. yeah well, but it likes itself it, it more than of, anything yeah. else. It, well, because it's familiar with itself. Okay. All right. Yeah, I, I mean, don't know why. I know some people that only eat boiled chicken. That doesn't have a damn thing to do with, with banana trees, but no. still. <laughs> All it's, right. So if right now the, hi, the height of those, they're about what? No. They were only Ground, about two feet tall. Yeah. Not the, even that. Frank is a little over four foot already, and Lola is just hitting the four foot. She's got a new leaf that's about to unfurl, and by the time that unfurl, because it's interesting when they unfurl, they're like straight up, and as they fill with water, in their veins, if I can say this, and then they just start drooping, and then they droop into place like a palm tree. If you I'll think about darned. a palm tree, she may be at four feet when that one finally settles down, it goes horizontal. We've got almost eight weeks of a good growing season left. Um, in fact, when these go dormant, they're still going to be leafing out in September, maybe even the first of October. Are we going to do an update once a month on this or even before that? Uh, not Probably not before that, just because nothing more to talk about them that I know of at this point other than their growth, the speed of growth. Are you taking— And they the say they grow, you know, super fast. and Once like, they start to kick in, I'm, I'm noticing this isn't even a month old and they're kicking. Yeah, they're extremely happy right now. Are you now. documenting with pictures, photographs? Uh, yes, I am taking photos. Um. Okay, so in this way we can knock it up. How tall do you say that they would normally get? They say Aju version can get uh, like 12, maybe 15. All right, and they will, you can crown them and come wintertime, but we'll look into doing that. Yeah. Now, the reason that I'm suggesting, not suggesting, but I'm doing all these questions is because I want, this is an experiment for me. I mean, like we had talked earlier, you are. You're basically doing exactly, you're, you're walking the walk. I mean, when you tell people to experiment, if well, remember our, our discussion with Teresa Woodard? Yeah. She said to experiment, to go out there and do what you are doing right now, putting things out there, seeing what the results or the return is. Right. I mean, if you can afford it, I don't expect somebody to go and do the entire landscape, but you've been doing this for how many years now? Well, I mean, I've been living here for 25 years. So, so the landscape has... Uh, in the backyard, uh, we talked with Teresa about the tropical landscape look. Thank you, yes. Uh, it, it has evolved over time, 
and it has changed, but, um, you know, I've been going at it for a while. And you're experimenting, and you're getting the returns that I think beyond what you expected. Uh, you yeah. have to say that it's true. No, no, they look I, I, Like I said, I had a backup plant ready to go for Lola because I didn't think she was going to make it. That's how, that's how bad they looked when I picked them up at the garden center. Are you fertilizing them at all now? I mean, are you using a granule or a liquid or anything, or just nope. letting them do their own course just, with the, the leaf just compost? Just watering them, yeah, and letting that potash. Yeah. Between the mycorrhizae and the potash, that's the only thing I've artificially See, that looks put down. Really, really good. I mean, it does, and I think it, by you know. Before the end of the season, we're going to see something that's going to be over six feet tall. I'd like to see what it does next year because I know that crown. I just hope they come back next year. Well, that's part <laughs> of the experiment. Even if they're, you know, four or five foot, you would not believe the difference that visual of that, you know, people think palm trees. And I was like, no, they're bananas, but I, you know. You can get it. Now, yeah, I, but the visual of that broad leaf, kind of like we were talking with Teresa, just instantly tropical world so even they probably don't get enough sun as compared to other areas or you know to get the 12 i don't want them 12 foot tall i no. would i would be happy with six to eight foot tall i think that would be cool becomes a point in your landscape where you get unbalanced look and then they just look like goofballs well this is going to balance it out it's going to frame it well if frank and lola get too tall it's going to be weird looking well this is where you're going to you have know, to bring got... other tropicals in then well here we go yeah you are too far gone buddy two other things in this update the two miss mollies that i moved which that... are which are butterfly bushes yes they were in those corners they were not getting enough sun at all which i'm surprised that those need more sun than Frank and Lola do, but Frank and Lola are sun plants. Uh, anyhow, so I moved them along the side of the landscape um, where I used to have some cannas, and bingo, bango, bungo, they are doing really well. They're not tall or anything, but their leaves look a lot better. They're uh, blooming like crazy. They just start opening up now. When did you transplant them? Is that where you've got the May two 31st, yeah. 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 So, see, you don't be afraid. People, please listen. Don't be afraid to do anything or have this negative look in the, you know, when you're going to do something or try something like transplanting. Go out there with a positive outlook. I mean, Scott, what has he got to lose? He's not going to lose anything. They, these burning, These butterfly bushes were not kicking in for him the way he wanted them to. So he put them in another environment, and they're doing wonderful. This is kind of like English gardening, where you can pick up, transplant, put it somewhere else, talk to it, leave it alone. And you're doing exactly that. I mean, so you were talking about, do I talk to my plants? No, but I got speakers all around the pool, so maybe... They, they dig the music. They, they I'm serious, the music. they do. They dig the reggae. Uh, Yaman. Yaman, and they're out there, and you can see that they're responding. Every plant that's out there digs the music. So I'm serious. It sounded weird when we were in school. Some people talk to their plants. They're a little wacky. Well, now they found out that there's, you know, a vibe that they get from both music as well as knowing when you're going to get there. They're not like puppy dogs where they're going to wag their tail when you come on board, but they're going to be excited when you come out and, and talk to them or play the music. So I was talking to one of the gals at the garden center and she, we were talking about the bananas one day, and then a couple of days later, she comes in. And she goes, "You know, there's still a couple more bajus <laughs> out there, and 
and uh, there was a there was a couple others that we have that are from what I understand I need to do some homework on those varieties that are not cold hardy or maybe they are hardy I don't know I got to find those out but I was almost accidentally used one of those um so she's like why don't you take one of the ones you know that's not looking again that's not looking that good because they're a root bound basically and she goes throw it in the area we kind of decorate the one area that used to be a pond that we had there oh you put it there i put it right in the center of the old pond beautiful so and then couple of us uh, cleaned the bed out and remulched it. And, um, yeah, I, I need to come up with a name for her. I need another Buffett character. Well, why don't you do a Frank and Diane? <laughs> no, I don't want to confuse it. Okay. And it's confuse Jack it. and Diane. Jack and Diane. All right, I'm confused. I'll call him JD for Jack don't and do- Diane. <laughs> JD. There's well, that's a, a good one. Now, an, so you, uh, that one, so I am trying to experiment. I'm doubling my experiment. So this is when, if you guys were all listening to Teresa's episode, the tropical ones, right. where Mike said, I don't get my new wings to become a sophomore gardener unless I experiment. So not only are there two experiments of my own, but the third one is that JD, the banana plant at BD, JD at BD. I like that. Um, Black Diamond, the garden center, our garden center. Um, I didn't do potash, and I did not do the mycorrhizae. I do nothing but just put water on him. Now, here's the deal. That area used to be a pond. That area used to be infiltrated with all sorts of turtles. They had beautiful little turtles in there. Mm-hmm. We had a smallmouth bass in there. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. I, I mean, all sorts of other stuff that was in there. And then when we dumped it, it just basically percolated into the soil there. So you've got probably the richest area right now full of nutrients that came from turtles and fish in that area right now and so, polywogs and, and... That may do well that way. Yeah, let's see. What, and the, the only other difference in that, um, besides the sun, because that, that one's going to get... You're going to get a lot of sun get it's sun late there, afternoon. But if, that's like wood mulch. Where my mulch around my palms are that uh, red lava rock. Well, that's a hell. And that's more heat. And I figured they may like that because of the more heat. You are experimenting. Before too long, he's going to be known as the Tesla of plant life. <laughs> I, I, that, that's I'm really cool. I think that's yeah, cool. So. so that's cool. That's what I have as when an update. When did you plant that out there? JD? Yeah, at BD. JD at BD, I put him in the ground like two weeks ago. Okay. So it's, you know, it's a little early to notice him uh, right. anything. Right. Let's see what happens. I'm, I'm impressed. Yeah, okay. I just got to count on, you know, other people to water him when I'm not there. So. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, anyway, that's where we are. The bananas, plants are looking good. There's... You know the leaves are looking great. It's interesting that they um, they split real easy in the wind, and that's but it doesn't do that, anything that's to the, the way leaf, it is. That's splitting, na- and that's nature. You yeah, know, in Florida or wherever. Yeah, um, and then they brown out. And if you try to pull the brown, just I it I don't like it, to cut. It? I don't like to cut. I think that's bad. So I just try to naturally pull it, uh-huh. and if it comes off my hand, great. A lot of times that fond is still pretty strong, even though it's brown. Yeah, you're not going to be able to yank that off of there. But no. see, on those, have you ever watched anybody climb those banana trees 
or coconuts, what they do is they have like a machete and they just cut some of them. So yeah. you may need something a little sharper than your fingernails to Wait, take yeah. some of the things off of there. But like you said, you want to be ginger. Um, do you have any last I Not really. Questions? I'm just impressed with the way that you've done things in that whole area back there. You've done it with your pompous grass. You've done it with your, but actually the bananas. You've done it with, I mean, you've even got tropicals, legitimate tropicals in containers that you keep over the year, over the wintertime in a greenhouse and bring it back out. Yeah, that's pretty much my brother-in-law. Yeah, that's John. That's, I'm telling you, that's he's, he's him, the wizard. That's him and my wife's deal. As you know, John did a wonderful job at doing research on the hemlock and that. Um, I think you're doing a wonderful job. We're going to update it again within a month on your bananas, and we'll go from there. Yeah, someone like that. We'll see how if That and include the BD at, well, not the BD. JD at JD BD. at BD. Yeah, I will. I got, I got to go shoot a picture. All right, cool. While he's small. Thank you for that, Scott. All right, everybody, that's if I don't do another episode for a while, I'll at least throw some photos up on Instagram and Facebook so you can get an update that way because otherwise it's just, unless something happens, it's just going to be the same routine until... We'll find something, something to give a 15-minute spritzer on. Exactly. All right? All right, folks, thank you. We'll All right, talk everybody. to you later. Think, Scott, you going to invite me over to the pool to admire your bananas? Oh, that didn't sound good. See you guys. Thanks for listening to your Midwest Garden. If you like today's conversation, please share this podcast with friends and family. And don't forget to click on the subscribe button so you won't miss any future episodes. Plus, if you have any show topics you'd like us to discuss, head on over to our sponsor's Facebook page, which is Black Diamond Garden Center, and message them your topic idea. For all of us at your Midwest Garden Podcast, I'm Michael Rourke, the Garden Guy. Hope you enjoyed today's conversation.